Hello, Anissa here. Welcome to episode two, Encounter with number 18. Shuffle, step, pivot. Act one, the story. At number 18's minuscule apartment in Seattle, we woke up to find a note slipped under the door. It was from number 18's downstairs neighbor, who was pissed because we kept her up all night with our rambunctious fooling around. That night was the most fun I had with number 18. The rest of the three months was just me being needy and number 18 being a complete dick. 18 was an aerobics instructor. He was tall, lean, and his form-fitting yoga shorts were a mainstay of his clothing ensemble. For some reason that I can't really recall, I was attracted to this guy. His face, actually, it didn't register at the time. His face resembled a Pekingese dog with a high forehead, flattened features, bulging eyes. My time with him was the beginning of a slow decline of my attraction to self-absorbed fitness freaks. Our first date was running a 5K. Then, couched as a leisurely bike ride, our next encounter was a 40-mile stint on a very hot day. Hey, how much further? Not far, just over that hill. Over that hill, my ass. My ass in pain. The day ended with me in tears and him in disgust, calling a cab to take myself and my bike home. Then there was the downhill skiing incident. Enough said. It wasn't his disdain for me not keeping up with his athletic activities that raised the red flag, however. It was when early in our relationship that I discovered in his desk drawer a photo. Yes, I was snooping around. A photo of a pregnant woman, beautiful, black, and in the nude. Come to find out, 18 had a newly born baby. And he was in a custody battle with the mother. Surprisingly and momentarily, my thoughts went into a dreamscape. Maybe I could be a good mother. Lullabies and milk and cookies, an adorable, dark-eyed, dark-skinned child clinging to me as I drop her off on the first day of preschool. Skip, skip, skip-de-doo. Instead of making a quick exit, I stuck with number 18 in all his narcissistic splendor and supported his fight for being the better parent to this unfortunate child. Skip, skip, skip-de-doo. I did finally wake up and get a clue. Three months later, 18, me at 26, raising another woman's child, living the dream in a stuffy apartment on a fitness instructor income. Shuffle, step, pivot, shit, no. Can't remember exactly how the final days went down, but it wasn't pretty. Lots of shouting, anger, insults, stuffing of sweaty fitness gear into a backpack and a door slamming on exit. All said and done, I did pill for a lot of amazing aerobic music mixes from 18's collection. Tunes expertly recorded on cassette tape that increased in beats per minute to get maximum heart rate in a step class. Act 2, The Aftermath and Hindsight Skip, skip, skip de doo 27 years later. Did the Google search. 18 ended up marrying the woman whose nude photo I found in his desk drawer. He became the good dad, and good thing he moved on from me. Thinking back on all this, 
It was at a time in life where, similarly to many women in their 20s, I toyed with the notion that motherhood is something that could bring stability and comfort. I encountered for the first time, and in my moment of neediness, a situation where a baby was in the mix. The baby fever phenomenon. Well, I thought, actually really just flirted, with having a kid or two on several occasions in my life. I've never been one to actually consider such a responsibility seriously. The time was never right, and the Mr. Right was never found in time. This was episode two of All Out in Issa. Feel free to weigh in on your thoughts about this story and share your musings on the comment form at alloutanisa.com. Be kind, but be true. And be forewarned, I might share your thoughts on my next podcast. Join me next time for another episode coming soon. In the meantime, keep your heels planted and stay strong. Bye.